Welcome to the No Fame Podcast. I'm going to <laughs> wiggle the rope rather than yank on it and be like, I wonder if you'll figure out this means come forward. I think specifically, there are no angles in a parabola. <laughs> My tactics would drastically change depending on what you actually said. I'm already walking down the hallway that's like adjacent to number four like very obvious in this outdoor location the desert there's no wind there's no sound there's nothing moving oh we got a wiggle judge i wasn't paying attention was it side to side or was it up and down maybe this will i don't know benefit us when we're trying to save harry further up this architectural nightmare i think the invisible guy stepping the mage was probably in the ride and this one i just i kind of like eagles better than vultures lux anyway you can climb up that monolith and Get a little eye to eye with the feathery boy up top there, getting stabbed. Or unlike the feather that Judge plucked and the sand that Grimir's been kicking around, the spear doesn't seem like you can dislodge it. Welcome back to Tall Tall Tower. Uh, no fame pods, mid level, high fantasy dungeon climb. I am your DM, Sinead Marguerite, and I am here with my good friends, Josh Fritz, Justin Crane, and Matt Hignan. We have a Discord server that you can check out where we talk about a bunch of bullshit and we post pictures of our pets and we bemoan our new Octurtle scores. Yeah, uh, confusing. That... Oh, fuck, I haven't done Wordle today. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talk about a bunch of other stuff, too. Like, you know, tabletop RPGs and games that people play. And, and music. You know, the thing that we podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and music and cooking and food and, you know, generally things that make life worth living. Uh, did I mention the pet pictures? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, yes. and then we also have a new side quest i don't know what you're calling it justin you can take over from here you know i don't know either the (laughs) side quest makes sense right it's i think i'm stealing it from somewhere who knows i can't remember though well side questers i don't know we used to call things side questers this is the main quest right now so Mm -hmm. i did general game parlance i don't think i don't think people can copyright yeah, I don't think we can. I don't, I don't think. I think. Oh my god, English. I think we can use side questers. I think that's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> let's say yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. In Null Shore, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're back in Null Shore. We're doing post Null Shore after the events of Arc One of our Null Shore campaign. Um, but before we get back with our main series, um, which will be a little ways away for sure, but we're uh, collaborating with Gut Punch RP and Charisma Saving Show. Yeah. I'm very, very excited. As always, we also have our Savage Worlds live show running every other weekend on Sundays. Come listen to the chaos. So, Except this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except when we're literally recording this right now. (laughs) Yeah. This Sunday in real life. Many weeks in the past by the time you're listening to this. It it wasn't. It wasn't on. (laughs) And... There's our flawless announcements. And I think and when Justin. this episode releases, <laughs> we just missed the next <laughs> sweet runner by a day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm keeping all this because it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we're on top of our future lapses in scheduling. Right. That's you know, um, that's the method. You got to record in bulk. Who has time to do this? We are oh effective. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And there we go. Intro music. Now, while Sinead tries to remember how to recap stuff that happened. Okay. Last time on Tall Tall Tower, you guys climbed a tall, tall tower. We did. Uh, You climbed a bunch. You climbed past a bunch of monsters. You climbed past a bunch of traps. Uh, You only activated a few of the traps. You slept off the poison. You most recently were in a ritual chamber of a mummy lord defeated the mummy lord, defeated its skeleton minions, including a a large bone naga, stole a tooth after great effort on Grimier's part, got a nice little treasure hoard, only slightly poisoned, and um, had a nice little nap finally. After your nap, you rattled some of the torches on the wall, figured out your way out of the room, climbed a bunch more stairs, and found yourself in a strange I don't even really want to call it a room you came out in a strange platform after climbing a spiral staircase spiral staircase extended up and further toward the top of the tower however this platform had strange and enticing pathways leading off of it into mist who knows what might be in that mist Lux knows what's in one of the misty areas because Judge and Grimier tied a rope around him and convinced him to go into it. Bye, Lux. And I'm not sharing. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we find ourselves. Lux made his way across one of the pathways into the fog and found himself in a strange tableau, a frozen scene in an underground arcane sanctuary, frozen at a time when a corpse-like summoner was flooding a magical circle with red light only to be simultaneously stabbed by an invisible figure behind them. Lux was only able to discern the invisible figure because the summoner and this antagonistic figure to them were outlined in a strange green illumination. So this bright green glow surrounded the frozen summoner and the frozen figure who was stabbing them from behind. Lux has only just discovered this odd still scene. Can I see... What I'm trying to figure out is like, is this actually happening right now or this is like a scene from a different time. So like, I'm trying to figure out like this light that looks like it's frozen. Everybody. Is it like, am I outside of it still? Yeah. You sort of stepped into the mist seems to have brought you into this chamber from where a doorway would enter the chamber. Okay. And when you look behind you, you still just see mist. You don't see like an exit from the chamber, but you can see this underground sanctum of what appears to be the summoner. And it looks normal, except for the fact that it is unnervingly still. The green glow is exclusively surrounding and illuminating the two figures who I would normally say locked in combat, except that one of them is being stabbed at the back. So not so much locked in combat as locked in ambush. Treachery. Yes. (laughs) All right. Can I walk backwards like 10 steps to like 
get back in the mist where I can't see the room and then walk forward again to see if it changes on second viewing. As you walk backwards into the mist, you get to that point where your vision is fully obscured, both in front and behind you. You can feel the path below you. Do you keep walking backwards or walk back forwards? I want to go forwards now that I've like, and it's just like reset the scene if something is going to happen when nobody's watching. Okay. You walk forwards again and the scene is unchanged. Okay. I'm going to <laughs> wiggle the rope rather than yank on it. Be like, I wonder if he'll figure out this means come forward. No, I'm <laughs> yanking so hard on that rope. <laughs> he definitely gets pulled back. Yeah. <laughs> he said any rope action and or yelling was getting you thrust backwards. All right, I will accept the ride back through the mist. (laughs) Make a dexterity check. (laughs) Can I? Are you going to fall on your ass as Grimier yanks on the rope? (laughs) I want to ragdoll it, like just full loose limbs. And like when it gets me back out of the mist, just like pretend to be dead. Make a deception (laughs) check. That I can do. Eight on the dice, but it's a 19 total. Okay. You look... Pretty unconscious. Oh, oh, Lux is... Lux, Judge, Lux is dead. WB's gone. Lux is dead. And poke Lux. Poke, poke. Ow. No, he's not dead. He's fine. <laughs> Are you okay? What happened? Oh, yeah. It was a fun time down there. It looks like somebody else is being deaded right now. Oh, wait. Somebody, somebody else. Yeah. Um, There was uh, another weird magic dude down there, and he was getting stabbed by what looked to be somebody who was invisible. Like, kind of see him because he was all lit up. Hmm. Um, but, like, they weren't moving, so I didn't want to go any further. That's why I gave you the old wiggle. Right. I was hoping you guys would come, come, come see yourselves. But since I'm back here, maybe I should go down a different tunnel and see what's down that one. Oh, yeah, we could. We could do the same thing for each. Figure out what each is down each direction and make a judgment call from there. I mean, um, that's option one, unless you guys really want to go see the, uh, the old invisible dude stabbing another dude, but... I am curious. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. Let's go down this tunnel again then. Okay. Judge, what do you think? I mean, I'm fine either way. I just think we need to stick together. Yeah, that's important. Now we need to stick together after you guys sent me down this tunnel by myself. We were connected by that's a rope. That's called recon. Yeah. Recon is how we ensure that moving forward, we stick together. Yeah. We had a lifeline. We didn't just drop you down a hole. Yeah. We would attach a rope to you first. That's right. Before we <laughs> dropped you down the hole. You know, as a uh, seafaring person myself, this feels kind of like fishing, where you put some bait on the end of a line, yeah, and then you it, reel it, it in. Yeah. Yeah. Just going to say, it never uh, never really works out for the bait, but... It did this time. That's fine. Right. It did this time, but... Uh, Objection. You're still here. Hey. Yep. 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 Not every time you're... Uh, don't get a good haul every time you're out there, but... That's you're okay. right. Maybe go on down the next hallway before we... Do this just to make sure. <laughs> well, you're the one, Lux, who did just say, do you want me to do this to every hallway? I did. I, You know what? I'll go down hallway number two. I mean, we could decide if maybe this is, maybe each one is locked in some kind of, because you said they were frozen, they weren't moving, but they're being stabbed, so that's strange that they weren't moving. Uh, mm-hmm. and maybe each one is like a, a scene, and maybe this will, I don't know, benefit us when we're trying to save Harry further up this architectural nightmare. And WB. We don't know where WB went. Listen, you go down another hallway, or are we going to go on into this room here? I'm already walking down the hallway that's, like, 
adjacent to number four. Like, all right, you know the routine. Wait, wait, wait. Scream do, or pull, and we'll bring you back. Do we want to establish that Wiggle is come forward now that we've now that you told us? I mean, that probably would have been great in the first first time I asked about signals on the rope. But yeah, but we didn't know come forward was an option, and we assumed that you would be getting eaten. Uh, yeah, you know, from now on, Wiggles, come on forward. Okay. Now, is that going to be like a whip up and down, or are you going to do like yes. a little slitter snake side to side? No, we're, what is it, a sine, sine wave is what we're aiming for? Yeah, yeah sinusoidal, yep. All right, yeah. all right. Well, we'll make sure that the uh, the angles of the parabola are perfect before we actually pull you back. I think specifically there are no angles in a parabola. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I know that. <laughs> okay, Lux, any... I, I knew angles was the wrong word, and I was hoping it was just going to ride. <laughs> okay, Lux, you wiggle. Uh, we'll leave some slack, so... But uh, we'll still do a sharp pull. We'll drag you back. Mm-hmm. A wiggle will come forward. Don't do anything if you want to just come back yourself without getting whiplash, I guess. All right, and uh, uh, bone chill and shriek means you come run forward as fast as you can. Okay, so that's like wiggle, oh, wait, but thought, quicker. Okay. Yes. All right. I thought Shriek was pull. Oh, yeah. I thought Shriek well, was pull, too, actually. I mean, pull and run forward. So we just hit you on the way in. We pull and then we yes. run. Okay. Because if something's attached to me by, like, claws, I wouldn't mind some earlier help pulling it off. Mm, that's a good point. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, leader. Yeah, I'll, I'll go down a different okay. tunnel. Clockwise or counterclockwise? Uh, let's go... Let's go clockwise. Okay. All right. You begin walking down this path, and as you cross the path, you feel the heat increasing. Sand begins sweeping by at your feet as the mist gathers, and it's strange. As you walk into the mist, you notice that the ground is changing, and you can kind of see scrubby plants intermittent along the path that you're walking. You walk fully into the fog, And just like before, it completely obscures your vision before a few steps further, clearing entirely. And once again, you see a frozen tableau. Enormous cacti grow in a perfect ring in the middle of a boundless desert. There's an unnatural stillness once again. Outside and in the circle of cacti, you see bodies. Auburn-feathered humanoid eagles and bald and black-feathered humanoid vultures are littered as corpses outside the circle fallen in poses of combat against each other. In the center of the circle, there's a stone monolith with a hole drilled through it. Two more eagles are frozen, standing, about 10 feet from the center. Directly beside the monolith, an eagle extends an arm, holding a golden feather towards the hole in the monolith. Its beak is open in a silent scream, and a vulture is frozen beside it, crouching in the act of impaling the one with the feather. A faint green glow surrounds those two central figures, the one with the feather who's being impaled and the vulture who is doing the impaling. I'm going to give the rubble wiggle. Oh, we got a wiggle, Judge. I wasn't paying attention. Was it side to side or was it up and down? Oh, right. I think I'm not going to read into the direction. I think maybe the wiggle, even though it wasn't up and down, it was more of a side to side. I think we go forward anyway with that, but in a casual, cool way, not into like a rushing to fight way. All right. Well, let's go then. Okay. Like, do we do like a cool, casual walk or? Yeah, let's make it casual. All right. Let's make it casual. We'll give it a minute. Let's not, 
Let's not talk to him right away when we see him. Yeah, we'll just look around. That's cool. Yeah. Be like, oh, I didn't expect to see you here. Oh, this mist is thick. Oh, it's so thick. Oh, this is desert. Look at this mummy dirt. There's so many mummies. Those cacti? Oh, hi, Lux. Didn't oh, expect Lux. to see you here. Sorry, oh, did no you way. kill a bunch of mummies? No. No. All right. However, there's uh, another like frozen scene behind me here. Oh, Similar sorry, to the other one. What? Yeah, a scene. Scene. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, like right. you you can see it. Like you're a fucking three and a half feet taller than I am. You're looking over my head anyway. I heard semen. I just need a clarification. <laughs> my tactics would drastically change depending <laughs> on what you actually said. <laughs> I will now observe the scene. <laughs> So again, the first thing that you guys notice as you walk through here is that there is a profound, unnatural stillness. Very obvious in this outdoor location, the desert, there's no wind, there's no sound, there's nothing moving, there's nothing flapping, there's no loose bits of plant waving. There is just a singular frozen scene in front of you with, it seems like, these two factions, the auburn feathered humanoid eagles and the bald and black feathered humanoid vultures which are fighting in various degrees. There's corpses littered around the outside of the circle and then within the circle there seem to be some who are still alive but most notably there's two in the direct center near the monolith an eagle holding out a golden feather reaching towards the monolith while being impaled by one of the vultures and they're surrounded by a faint green glow. Can... Can I just kick some sand, some mummy dirt? Yep. What happens to it? It reacts normally. Okay. It kicks up and then it falls down. Okay, so we can interact here. Nothing, it's it's not like it's completely solid in time. And you said, Lux, that there was an invisible person stabbing a mage, and now there's a vulture stabbing an eagle person. Yep. I'm picking up a theme. I am too, but I think, like... And the other one, I think the invisible guy stepping the mage was probably in the right. And this one, I, I kind of like eagles better than vultures. So mm. it's like the opposite. All I'm seeing is a sneaky boy stabbing somebody who knows magic. So Lux, if you don't mind, yeah. we need to be side by side or perhaps you in front. Moving forward. Not saying that that's like on the top of your to-do list, but, you know, if this place does have some unnatural control over people I'm really not looking forward I do have a tough hide but emotionally I couldn't handle a friend doing that to me it would be devastating so we're gonna need it's treacherous is what it is it's Mm. treacherous so I'm you know what side by side works for me you know this this lack of trust you got in me is really really making me It's not a lack of trust in you. It's a lack of trust in your ability to overcome the powers that would make you do it. I mean, I get what you're saying, that you don't don't trust these powers, but it still feels like you don't trust me to resist them. Uh, No, I do not. I appreciate your candor and your upfront honesty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on the basis of it, I will go first. All right. And I I will stay in your line of sight as much as possible. Appreciate that. And listen, if you do get hocus-pocused, I will 
do my best to, to, to alleviate you of any uh, mental uh, barriers that are forced upon you. I can punch you in the face. That usually works, too. I yeah. won't punch you, but you know what? Spiritually, maybe I will. Gonna be honest here, if I uh, if I get taken over and end up stabbed by one of you, not gonna be happy about it. I won't All stab right. you. That's mean. No, no, no. Unless you do something evil, but I don't Can see I that. Can I do a quick uh, perception check to see... Uh, I'm just trying to find out where... Or are, are these two that are like the the feathery one pointing at the drilled monolith and the stabby one. Are they the only two that seem to be alive on the field? Uh, no. Inside the circle of cacti, there are two other eagle humanoids and they are collapsed on the approach to the monolith, but they don't seem to be fully dead like the corpses outside the circle. All right. Can I approach one of them? Mm-hmm. Hey, look, you want to join me up here? <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm going to be bending down uh, with my back turned, so I just want to make sure that, you know what, everybody's just... <laughs> I'm going to go up to one of those collapsed eagles, and I'm just going to crouch down next to him, and I'm going to kind of smooth his head, and I'm going to be like, quite the scene that you guys got here. Any way you could tell me what happened and how I might be able to help? There's no reaction. You can feel the feathers. They're soft and as warm as they should be for being in the desert sun. But there's no movement. There's no recognition. You see no spark of life other than that this doesn't look like a body that has sustained mortal wounds like the ones outside the circle of cacti do. All right. I'm going to lean down a little further and I'm going to say, sorry, friend. I'm just wondering if you could uh, expound on the scene that I'm currently observing. And I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration, which cures paralysis, if that has anything to do with what's going on with this feathery friend. You cast Lesser Restoration, and you know what it feels like when your spells find their target and fail. This one didn't find a target. Okay. Do I lose the spell? Yeah. Okay. Because it would... I mean, if you fully go through the motions of casting it, then you pour the energy out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, well, just, yeah, right on the spell, it says you choose, you touch a creature and can end one disease or condition afflicting Mm -hmm. them. So, uh, yeah, I I was able to touch him, so it it tracks. Okay. All right, I guess I'll just assume, and I just kind of, oh, get up. Lux, anyway, you can climb up that monolith and get a little eye to eye with the feathery boy up top there getting stabbed or maybe even go take the knife out of that guy's hand so he doesn't kill the casty boy oh yeah i mean i guess i could try that are they like in the air are they floating on something are they standing on something they are there's steps leading up to the monolith in the center sort of in a circle around and the eagle was approaching and was wounded it wasn't flying Mm -hmm. it was walking up the steps sort of a little bent over and it has a okay. golden feather in one of its hands which it's reaching out towards mm-hmm. that hole that's drilled in the monolith it hasn't quite right. made it far enough to place the feather inside and the reason it didn't make it far enough is you can see one of the vultures he was being stabbed in the back uh in the front actually one of the vultures oh, the was behind the monolith it Less seems and came around it with a spear and has impaled the eagle oh fun Oh, where should I walk now, Judge? Yeah, now, now you gotta be worried if I'm stabbing you in the front, too, apparently. Apparently. 
Now, having said that, I like the look of that guy's spear. You know what? Can I go up and I take the feather out of that man's hand and walk up and put it in the monolith just to see what happens? And while I'm doing that, hey, uh, Lux, you want to grab that boy's spear? Because, I mean, I wouldn't mind something that does a little stabby damage. Uh, yeah, I can do that for you. You don't use spears, do you? You don't mind if I, like, take that? No, no. All yours, mate. All right. Just don't stab me in the back with it when I'm walking towards the monolith. Thank you. <laughs> I think about stabbing him in the back with it, like... <laughs> you... I'm going to take the uh, feather and make my way towards the... Uh, okay. See if I can pluck it out of his hand. It feels like taking something from someone's hand, but uh, you mm. place it in the hole in the monolith. Nothing happens. Mm. I say Shazam. Drift globe starts to glow in your bag. <laughs> okay, just check. I didn't know if it was a universal word. Okay, no. I say Shazam again. <laughs> I don't have a second spell, a second one. We just keep saying Shazam. What's this feather look like? Can I smell it? It looks like... What What does my bull nose smell? Uh, it smells like gold. It seems like a solid oh. gold feather um, crafted to look like nice. an eagle feather. Oh, oh, my word. Can I do a religion check on this feather? Sure. I mean, this feels a little religious. Feels pretty holy. It feels holy. Grimir's, Grimir's pouring out some water, making a little sandcastle. I'm a god myself as well. Good. Sweet Judy above, I cannot roll for the life of me today. Fifteen, and that's with guidance. I mean, your instincts are there. This very much has the feel of a holy site. There's the ancient weathered monolith in the center. There's an oddly perfect circle of cacti surrounding it. The eagles, now that you're looking at it from this aspect, do not wear a ton of clothes, but do seem to have on the straps that they hold their weapons on with have small golden emblems with a feather etched into them. And the vultures don't seem to have anything except, I would say, similarly, they have belts about their person to hold their spears or their swords, depending on what they're carrying. And they don't have any metal emblems, but if you look closely, you can see scratched into the leather skulls. Them crooked vultures. Lux. Why don't Lux? Hey, yeah, Grammar. Hey, Grandma, do you want one of these bells? Is that what you're yelling about or no? No, hold on. Grammar kicks over the sandcastle that he was making and walks. Grammar, why don't yep. you uh, come on up here so you have a similar vantage point to the scene that, that myself and Lux have? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm here now. All right. Lux. As you were. I'm going to look, wait. Yeah, so, hmm. was there two things? Was there a circle in the first fog room that you went went through? I believe so. Okay, and, okay, three things. And the mummy lord room had a circle of pillars. Are there, wait. All right, while he's, while he's trying to navigate his own mind, um, looks... I'm going to go over and I just, I'm going to grab uh, the vulture from the front of the eagle man and I'm just going to hoist him over my shoulder and I'm going to be like, why don't we clean out this circle of the vultures? Because I have a feeling they don't belong here. And let's just see if we can give these eagles a little bit of peace in their holy sight. It feels right. Let's just drag all these vultures out outside the cactus. Does the feather look like an eagle feather? It does, but it looks like it's been crafted of gold. Okay. 
I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like a vulture feather. Lux, did you try and remove the the spear? Uh, probably. Okay. You find that unlike the feather that Judge plucked and the sand that Grimir's been kicking around, the spear doesn't seem like you can dislodge it from either the hands of the vulture or the interior of the eagle that it stabbed through. Oh yeah, Judge, um, don't moving them vultures out of this circle might be a little more difficult, I think. Uh, I know, I just tried to lift this vulture and this eagle priest tried to come with me. I don't want to take no. Yeah, so as you as you try and do that, you notice so the green glow is surrounding those two figures and they seem I mean, they're frozen in that position, but they seem combined essentially, like not easily torn apart. Whatever's within the green glow is staying like that. All right. Why don't you guys try down there and see if you can move some of the vultures down on the bottom? I'm just gonna, here's what I'm thinking too. Okay, sorry. I'm, no, I just wanted to have a quick look, see at that green glow, and see what it's all about. And I'm gonna ritually mm-hmm. cast detect magic on okay. the the green glow. That's a good um, idea. Uh, while Judge is taking ten minutes to do that, are there the same number? Are there twelve cacti? Ooh. No, no, and um, they're not entirely even. It seems like a very perfect circle, but while seeming like a very perfect circle, it is still natural in feel. Um, so it mm. has the feeling of, say, a religious shrine or place, but it's still of the natural world. Less perfectly crafted, more of... These cacti all grew in a in a circle. Maybe someone planted them in a circle. Maybe someone, mm. like, cultivated them to be that way, but they are naturally growing, differing heights. They're not all uniform. One looks like a cactar from yeah. Final Fantasy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lux, also what I was thinking... While the judge is ritually uh, praying to Judy, uh, wasn't on the first set of murals that we came across in the mummy area. Wasn't there an eagle symbol or something, a bird symbol, maybe? Thank you so much for listening to the No Fame podcast. The best way to support the show is just by listening, which you're already doing. Amazing. The second best way to support our show is by telling your friends. Hey, why not, right? You can find links to our podcast, YouTube, Discord channel, social media, and so much more at nofame.ca. You can support the show for as little as a toonie at patreon.com slash nofamepod or buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash nofamepod. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you later on. There's a place on the west coast of, like, in Deer Lake, actually. They make a Donair Panini. Ooh. And that's mm. a good time. Just double yeah. meat it so you get a little extra little extra pack protein. There's a few places around town that do Donair Poutines as well. And that's yeah, there's a Donair Poutine in Cornerbrook at Luigi's. Mm. It is yeah. exceptional. <laughs> Luigi's. Always get gravy I forgot about Luigi's. It, yeah. it straight up has a picture of Luigi on it, doesn't it? From Mario fame? Uh, it does. Yeah. It does indeed. Why was I talking? I was talking about this recently on a stream, I think. Uh, I brought this up <laughs> that we were talking about copyrighted restaurant bullshit. Uh, and I was like, yeah, there's like a place across the island called Luigi's that just straight up has <laughs> Luigi as their logo. <laughs> well, it's Louis-G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Luigi's. <laughs> uh, 
Luigi's. Luigi's? No way. It's a pizza place, right? Or like... It it is owned by a Lebanese gentleman by the name of Brashear. I don't know anything else about it, but I have had it uh, before. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking just like blatant.